0: On this edition of Oski Talk, we recap I.O.'s decision to declare for the 2021 NBA Draft, Adam Miller to the transfer portal, and Omar Payne to Champaign. We also get into a little bit of college basketball championship with Baylor beating Gonzaga, and talk some spring football, softball, and baseball. Let's go.
1: This won't end well for Illinois. Here's a three. It ended well. McCourt for the win. In the it air, it. it is up, and it is gone. Fourth and sixteen has and comes in Mano Bebe with the ball in the air, makes the catch! Yes.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a jam-packed episode of OSCE Talk. Sorry for the little bit of a delay. We are back. My name is Anthony Pasquale with Patrick Catazone. A ton of Illini news to get into, so we'll get right into it with the front page. First and foremost here on the front page, I.O. Desumu has officially declared for the 2021 NBA draft and... He got rid of his amateur status as he plans to hire an agent. So this is a little bit different than the last two times he's declared because he is now a professional athlete. Great news for him. Pat, what's your take on the whole situation?
1: Yeah, I think we all saw this coming. Um, Io has spent three years here and, and dedicated a lot of time to you know Illinois, and I think all you, all you can do is be happy for him. Um, I'm happy that he's... Uh, He's going to the league. It, it was his dream to be part of the league, and uh, it's kind of funny to think that three years ago we were uh, sitting in class uh, with a, an NBA player or a guy who was about to get drafted in the NBA. Um, so that's uh, you know it's kind of funny to uh, you know see that happen, and um, yeah, I I, I think you, if you're an Atlanta fan, you're nothing but happy, and I certainly. I'm in that group too. Nothing but happy for uh IO and 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 his decision.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's something he definitely earned, something he totally deserves. I I saw a tweet from one of our classmates in that first class uh Joey Longo and he said, "I knew this day was more of a when not an if." Because I mean, just off the bat we knew that he was ticketed for some special things, but that didn't come without accomplishing some unbelievable feats here at Illinois. He leaves the program as the all-time leading scorer for three-year players. Um, a consensus All-American, the first AP first-team All-American in Illinois history. He won the Bob Cousy Award for the nation's best point guard. Numerous Big Ten Player of the Weeks, freshmans of the Week, backed uh, a few years ago, finished second in Player of the Year. I mean, he's done everything and more on the basketball court to get his jersey up in the rafters.
1: Oh yeah, and 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 no question he will be as as a first team all-American. Um he he's already earned that honor. So, um yeah, you know, it's exciting. I uh, I've been paying attention quite a bit to the NBA mock drafts to see where our, our guy might go. Um the most recent one released by NBC Sports has him going to the Lakers, which would be interesting considering Taylor Horton Tucker is also on the Lakers. Yeah. Um that that'd be an interesting place for him to go and especially I, I it's be special for him because of uh, his love for Kobe um but I think he might more likely end up on the Rockets um or the Suns um a little bit later so we'll we'll kind of see how that turns out but um you know it's certainly exciting to see Io an Illinois player in in some mock drafts this year
0: oh yeah absolutely I think the Suns would be a nice fit because you get to learn behind Chris Paul one of the all-time greats at point guard um, and as a guy like I O, we know he's so mature and meticulous about his craft. Learning from somebody like that, who is the same way, would be, uh, I think, a huge plus for him. I I said this the other day. If he doesn't go to the Bulls, I just want him to go somewhere that has cool jerseys. So when I get one, it's uh, it's a nice jersey <laughs> yeah. I've got.
1: Yeah, I think we're both planning on doing that, and. Um... You know he's he's going to be one of the older guys drafted in this first round. I think Davion Mitchell and him are going to be the two oldest people um, going in the uh, in, in that in that first round this year. So um, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, he's a guy like that we all know is decided to spend a little bit more time in college to, to up his game, and um, we'll kind of see if it it, it pay, pays off. I think he was supposed to be a a late or early second rounder last year. Um, so moving up into that that first round, I think, is definitely an accomplishment. Yeah,
0: when he released that video, uh, when he wanted to come back to Illinois for his third year after getting some feedback from the NBA, um, he mentioned, obviously, one of his goals was the Bob Cousy Award, uh, the Big Ten Championship, of course, the the National Championship. Obviously, Illinois fell short in that regard. But one of the other things he mentioned was being a first-round draft pick, and that's something he's totally... Um, worked his way to becoming at least considered for. So we wish all the best to him. Like you mentioned on the court, he's been something else, but just what he's done for the program, kind of building them back up really from the dead to a place where they can sustain some successes is, is something that I don't think we could thank him enough for.
1: No, you're absolutely right. And we've been talking about it week from week. I feel like that, you know, his impact on, on the program itself has been, you know, immeasurable and, and, We'll, we'll kind of see where it goes from here. It's a little bit interesting now, um, you know, the news that Adam Miller is leaving, um, how, you know, the legacy Brad Underwood, what direction Brad Underwood will go and how Iowa's legacy will affect that. Because, I mean, I, I we don't really know why. Eh, we know a little bit why Adam Miller left. But um, it, it it's kind of interesting that, you know, the next guy up was supposed to be Miller and now he's leaving where, where that direction decides to take it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, Adam Miller has entered the transfer portal. Um, That news actually came a little bit before IO declared for the draft. But, I mean, it was all cut in stone that IO was leaving. Like you said, Adam was ticketed to be the guy in Champaign. He had an electric debut, a solid freshman season. Um, But I I guess something just didn't fit with him long-term with this program. Decides to enter the portal. Well, of course, he could come back. It it doesn't seem like that. I was wondering if potentially that meant that Adam found out Illinois was either closing in on a Ty-Ty a Washington or a Brandon Posaminski, Pons, I think that's how you say it, or uh, they got wind that Trent Fraser might be coming back with his fifth year of eligibility. Obviously, those are rumors, not fact, but do you think that might have pertained to his decision, or, or, or what do you think it was?
1: No, I I I, I think it was more or less, that his style of play, not his style of play, but his the way you want to be coached um, is not the way that Brad Underwood coaches. I think, like, Brad's a tough coach. Like, you have to be a certain kind of guy to like Brad's style a little bit. Um, and I don't think Adam Miller did. There were rumors swirling about his family being upset with, you know, Brad Underwood and program and, and the entire program. There were, uh, and I'm sure there was more things. And and, and frankly, I, I, Brad Underwood's not for everybody. Like, that's that's just a fact. Not everyone likes to be coached the way that he coaches you. Um, so I think Adam at Miller and the Miller family had probably had enough of it and decided to transfer. And, and unfortunately, you know, the way that the NCAA works, and especially this year, you get that, that one-year transfer role that you could transfer anywhere, not set out, Look, it's it's gonna have an effect on on everybody, and the entire Big Ten is, is, is seems to be transferring away from their programs, um, so it, it it you know it's no surprise that it that it's finally hit the Illini. Yeah, absolutely not. I I mean they
0: started the offseason as the only Big Ten team without somebody in the portal. Obviously, that's not the case anymore. But the portal is as big as it's ever been. You know, COVID eligibility, um, the weird season. A lot of games got canceled. Um, everybody gets an extra season. The, the transfer portal is as big as it has ever been. So Illinois should be able to find, you know, the I.O.'s, you know, potential replacement, Adam Miller's replacement. If Kofi Coburn decides to leave, Trent Frazier, you know, you could find some of these guys, some veteran guys to come uh, slide into the rotation. And it seems like they've already done that, landing Omar Payne from Florida. He's coming to Champaign. Um a nice center. He was ranked actually one um spot higher in the recruiting class that Kofi Coburn came in. So he's obviously a guy with a lot of potential, hasn't quite lived up to it in Florida. Um but he'll be coming to Illinois a nice get for the program, I think.
1: Yeah, it's uh this is and, and uh, we should mention this too. Georgie leaving, uh in all likelihood. Um I think this is Georgie's replacement. Um I imagine Georgie was going to be um, in the starting lineup next year, or so we think. I think this, this Omar Payne transfer makes me feel like, yeah, that was going to happen. Um, you get a guy in Omar Payne that has had more time to develop than a Kofi Coburn um, who may or may not be leaving next year. Um, he'll probably play, instead of this, more of the, that center position that he played in, um, in Florida, he'll probably play more of a power forward I think a little bit of time with Orlando Antigua um, really can do Payne a lot of favors. He's a guy defensively that is, is there um, good rim protector. He's got all those tangibles scoring. I think is going to be a little bit different from him. I think time, unfortunately he has one of the best point guards when it, when it comes to getting the ball down low um, next year in, in Curbelo. So that that helps Payne a lot, but I, I think a little bit more time, a summer to to develop under Orlando Antigua will do Payne a whole lot of good. Um and yeah, I I I assume he'll be in the starting lineup as, as that power forward. And depending on whether or not Kofi stays or goes, um, he might slide into that Kofi position more and, and play the center and and Illinois might go for a little bit of a smaller lineup, which frankly, if you looked at the uh <laughs> If you watch the tournament, there was a lot of teams that went with that smaller lineup and, and more of that positionless offense that, that worked very well. So um, maybe a much-needed change there in Illinois. Yeah, there was part of me that thought at one point in the offseason
0: that all we would lose would be Ayo Desumu. Um, we would retain Kofi Coburn for his, his uh, junior season. Trent Frazier and DeMonte Williams might choose to use their fifth year of eligibility. And then you've got the young guys, Adam Miller and Andre Corbello coming back. Um, and Georgie here for his senior season. Now, there's a possibility that out of all those guys I just mentioned, Andre Corbello is the only one that comes back to this team. There's a possibility, you know, Io goes to the NBA, Kofi goes to the NBA, Trent and DeMonte graduate and, you know, move on, maybe go overseas or whatever is next for them. Adam Miller transfers and and Georgie Bishanishvili might try to go back home considering he really hasn't been able to go home in two years. So, Mm-hmm. there's a possibility this team could lose a lot. So I don't know. I guess what's your thoughts on how this team might look come November of next year?
1: Um, we'll see. There's a couple names out there. You mentioned a couple of them. Um, there's Namari Burnett, uh, Ty Ty Washington, Armand Franklin, I think is actually a very realistic um, um it's a reality for Illinois. Him coming from Indiana, I I actually think a, a very real possibility this year is that we swap guards. Um, we take Armand Franklin and and, and Indiana gets um, Adam Miller. Um, uh, that's just me speculating. I I don't know anything, but um, that's my speculation there. Um, so uh, I it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Um, but there's there's guys that you can plug in into this offense and, and pretty much get production right out the bat. There's returners like Jacob Grandison, who's going to have to have a bigger role. Um, Austin Hutcherson is hopefully going to be ready. It seemed like based off the videos we've seen recently, mm-hmm. um, he's ready to go. Um, and, and Brad said this week he talks to Hutcherson once, what do we say, once a week? Um, at least, yeah. So at, at least once a week. So hopefully that rehab's going well yeah, look, you got Coleman Hawkins, who who last year gave gave spurts to this offense. Um, played well. Said it right off the bat, that first um, first time we talked to him to the media, he said he, uh, you know, he had a lot to learn defensively, but he felt like his game was was pretty much ready. So that's the you know, it's good to have a guy who realizes his role on the team or what he is and what happens, but. Yeah, like you said, there's there's guys even in Kofi's class where, like, they they might be gone. Bosman, uh, Bosman's Verdank, um, uh, BBV, Jermaine Hamlin might both be gone this year as well. They might transfer his way. So it'll be interesting. And then you got the new guys. You got Luke Goody and uh, Ramsey's uh, Melendez. So, look, you got to... You got plenty of players that that hopefully will be able to plug in and, and get ready right off the bat, but you're pretty much going to see the only two returning faces be Andre Curbelo in all likelihood and, and Jacob Grandison. So that, it, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's, it's certainly possible that a lot of these guys you mentioned do decide to come back. It's also just as equally possible that they don't. So we could end up seeing a starting lineup next year, just off the top of my head, um, that would look like Curbelo at the 1, Goody at the 2, Grandison at the 3, um, maybe Coleman at the 4, and Omar Payne at the 5, or something like that. And then you've got um, Hutcherson off the bench with Melendez and maybe somebody else that they get. I don't know. It's uh, It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, but... Um, a lot of roster change to come in the next couple of days, that, or next couple of weeks, I should say. Uh, that's for sure. And like you said, small lineup might be possible. We saw a small lineup kind of lead Baylor to a national championship. They defeated Gonzaga on Monday, um, one of the most anticipated games in, in a long time between these two. They were wire-to-wire, one and two, all year long, with the exception of Illinois, creeping up to that number two spot in March. Uh, but otherwise, it's been Gonzaga and Baylor's season. Gonzaga came into the game undefeated, and they really did not live up to it. Baylor came out on fire. Gonzaga was probably still recovering from their emotional buzzer-beating win over UCLA. And Baylor got on them early, stayed on them all game
1: long, and won a national championship. Yeah, we got beat by the national champions. That makes you feel good, but you do feel like we should have been there last or Monday night. Um, to me, it's it's, you know, it's a bummer. Uh, to wa- that game was boring. Let me start there. Gonzaga, I think, just lost. They just lost their juice. It, they they in needed that UCLA. Yeah, game. they
0: needed all of it to beat UCLA.
1: And uh, once they got in uh, in that Baylor game, they they hadn't seen a defense like that all year. That was clear. Which again makes you think, damn, Illinois, if they were in that position, man, they they would have seen Baylor twice. They knew how they play. If you could stop the three and, and play solid defense and, and be able to cut into that zone, um you could have won. So um it, it was a bummer to watch that game feeling that way, but um congratulations to Butler for that win. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Baylor takes home a national championship. It looks like, like you said, Davion Mitchell and a couple other their players are going to be leaving. But Scott Drew has a nice uh, system put in place to keep Baylor good for a while. We'll shift gears here into football on the front page. The spring has been going great for Illinois football spring game coming up in just a couple of weeks. Everything we hear when we get our media availability is that so-and-so is bigger. So-and-so has 15 more pounds of muscle. So-and-so is doing this, doing that. They seem very committed to Brett Bieleman's new program. Tank Wright is really helping these guys out. Just for the running backs specifically, um, Chase Brown and I think Reggie Love are both up 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. So a lot of these guys are uh, really getting bigger and stronger. And there was also some news involving some scholarships for the boys,
1: right? Absolutely. We had uh, Christian Bow back, um, Taylor uh uh, Leitz, I can't say that name. You want you want to say that name for me, Anthony? I think it's Lightsy or Leetsy. Lightsy, yeah, Leetsy. Uh, Michael Merkace and Alec uh, McAckern um were all put on scholarships. So congratulations to those boys. Ah, uh, Christian Boback. Actually, I don't know if you know Anthony. Went to my rival high school. Ooh, got um, some beef there with Boback. Yeah, Hinsdale Central. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much I want to congratulate Christian Bobak. No, it's okay. We're all in line right now, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, yeah, congratulations to those guys. Um, look, you see Bobak and Mercase play uh, quite a bit in the last couple of years. Bobak in the return game on special teams, and then Mercase has started games um, non-scholarship. So uh, good to see that he got finally got a scholarship.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to all those guys. Um We'll give all four of those guys our Illini of the week this week. Put in a lot of work and time. They end up with scholarships for the football team. We'll shift gears here, a little bit of baseball and softball. Baseball had a tough tough couple of weekends the last few against uh, Northwestern and Nebraska. But softball rebounded from a bad week last weekend with a 3-1 series over Wisconsin. Good for them staying Pretty competitive in those uh, Big Ten standings. They're having a great year. Sydney
1: Sickles is pitching out of her mind. She is. No, she is uh, she I think she is for sure a sub a sub one ERA. I think she's at like zero point eight six. Um anytime that, that she's she's played this year, um, it's it's essentially a win. I, I think she's eight and two. I want to confirm that real quick. She is eight and two. Um, with a couple of no decisions as well. So they're they're playing out of their mind. Um, Avery Steiner is is excuse me Steiner, um is playing great. She's leading the way with four twenty five ERA or average batting average. Excuse me. Um, and and on top of that too, bouncing back after that rough weekend against Minnesota, Illinois didn't like. I I don't want to say that they they looked bad in that game. They it just seemed like Minnesota was just that much a little bit better of the team.
0: Yeah, um, it was it was a weird series. The first three games, Minnesota pretty much dominated, and then the last game, Illinois won eight to nothing, and then they kind of just carried that momentum into this weekend. But like you said, huge bounce back from them for sure.
1: Especially losing at home, it, it's tough to lose first home game in over
0: over a year. That and to, yeah. to lose the first three of the four, that it's always tough.
1: Yeah, and um, to go back and, and travel to Wisconsin and only lose the doubleheader, one of the doubleheader games, uh, one to two. By the way, extremely impressive. So um, tough season. Like I, I, if this is a regular season, I really do think that Illinois sweeps Wisconsin on the weekend. Um, but you know, just with the change this year and having to play those main games back to back, it's tough to tough to win those games. So. Um, you know, congratulations on my good weekend. They got Nebraska coming up in Lincoln, so it um, should be a
0: good game. Yeah, and the baseball team travels to Indiana this weekend looking to get back on track as well. That'll do it from us here at Oski Talk. Thank you guys all for listening. We had a jam-packed episode, touched on about four or five different sports. Pat, thanks for joining me as always. Um, we will see you guys next week, ILL. I
1: and I.